This summer, we're bringing you double Koi gig. For me, she's the best English centre-back. Play your best players in their best position. I don't think the captain is droppable, particularly after making the statement of dropping Steph Houghton. Subscribe to the OTB Koi gig pod on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM. With Gillette, get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Right, Derek McNamara is back with us. Uh, you were 100% correct last time, Derek. You were like, oh, calm down, stop being so grouchy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were in a bit of a slump, Jaron. Well, you get you out of that. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. yeah I, was, I was using the... Um, he was using the eye test, which is wrong. We should we should rely on data and analytics and facts and figures. Yeah, well, that's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, it was a good game, wasn't it? It was. Uh, it, it, it's. I suppose there is there's many different ways of looking at it, but um, yeah, what did you think? What, what was your initial feeling when you when you saw it? Um, I think that we controlled the game, like in a way that. A couple of things ringing in my head was uh, we're not going to be held up over the line as many times as mm. we are again and the the tries will come for us but our defence was significantly better it seemed more aggressive um, and it seemed like they had no real clue what to do in the face of our defence yeah. which gives you good confidence um, a little bit concerned at half time that we hadn't got further ahead but their indiscipline was so spectacularly bad <clears throat> yeah, that you'd be worried and then the other worry was that Jakob Piper as referee was so sclerotic and just like off yeah. that he could easily yeah, have made a mistake it. in the second half that would have cost Ireland you know yeah so. yeah I suppose I, uh, from from breaking it down though it was it's a very interesting kind of test case because a lot not all games pan out like this obviously with the amount of cards but also um, when I, when I kind of look back and I noticed that Sam Whitelock was out um, so I've got a bit of a, st- a stat here just around showing his kind of involvement in the game. So it was the first thing when I kind of, before the game, I looked into the, the analysis of the previous game and I saw that Sam Whitelock was the biggest work rate. So this is, this is a graph showing the work rate of all the players from 1 to 23 and their impacts in the game. Okay. And it's a, it's a very simple graph. It's a very, you know, one pass equals one point, basically. So we can see where the players are. And what's the percentage figure just for people who are listening? So you've got overall, whatever, 1,500 activities in the game. This is just a percentage of what each player is doing of those 1,500 activities. Okay, so it looks like Aaron Smith is the most important player, or certainly the most active player. But he, he, he's the passer. He's the link between two, the, the forwards and backs, so he's obviously going to have more activity. And this is, this is why this graph is, is not perfect. So this is, this is just a, a, a run-of-the-mill work rate graph. We right. can adjust that for, for, like you say, to bring, bring the graph down and make it much more level. But for us to just to show what impact the players had on the pitch. We can stick it back up there. Just yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So, so, so the idea here is, is to look at, there's two people that we want you to, to kind of take a look at. There's Sam Whitelock and there's Arya Sevilla. So both of them had around just around 7, 7.1% of Which is work rate. joint second. Um, yeah, first and second. So two, two guys that, that are... Bowden Barrett also at 7.1, which again, you'd expect uh, somebody who's getting a, a lot of ball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The two most important players in the New Zealand pack are at 7.1. Yeah, yeah. So and then if we flick on to the next, next slide, we can see that, you know, Sam obviously isn't there. And... Sam is like a, a back row, right? So Sam is he, he he's like a defensive back row. There's there's different types of players, and Sam would be considered a, a, a dynamic back row or dynamic dynamic second row. So he does a lot of things. He does passing, carrying, and um, uh, tackling a lot a lot of tackling. But then because you've got Ari Sevilla, who got um, he got um, 
substituted off by mistake, by his coaching mistake, you're taking away your two most dynamic players. And as a result, you know, the New Zealand team lost their shape really badly. Like, you know, so I think the the first uh, card was at 16 minutes, the second card at 24, and the third card, card at 31. But as soon as the first card lost, you could see the New Zealand team started losing their shape. So, um, and that, what that means is you basically have one or two or two more people that are in a position where they can clearly see that they're not not sure what they're supposed to do. Yeah. So you got players running into each other. You got you know people that are um, out of shape, out of place, or passes going to ground. <clears throat> and for me, that was the biggest thing that they just didn't have their 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 the game plan that they whatever. Well, I I would actually, and this is one of the reasons why I'm quite positive about this weekend's Ireland's chances is that. The errors and issues and the problems that are there are, from my perspective, from an analytical perspective, are pretty deep. Okay, so they're not because I was going to say if you uh, if you were talking to a New Zealand crowd this week, mm. you'd be like, uh, "Don't be so pessimistic. All we got to do is <laughs> fix Sam Whitelock coming back." Yeah, and Artie Savay is going to play the full game, and boom! All of a sudden, there's a transformative impact there. But. The problem with that is, is that the, the trajectory of what New Zealand's performances, performance analytics has been over the last number of years is, is, is not been like this. It's not been bad. Yeah. But it hasn't been going up. You know what I mean? Plateaued, so, like her. Pardon? Plateaued or just her? No, getting slightly worse. Like they're. Um, <laughs> so I, I know a couple of the guys in New Zealand rugby. So I, I, I've, I've, have communication with them, and you know, one area that they need, they've, they started looking at once I started. Are being involved with them was around the breakdown, but they've forgotten all about that again. And you can see it in their body. You know, if you see, if you look at a lot of the players, especially the the, the, the uh, uh, front five, a lot of their body positions are sideways coming into the ruck. Well, it's mad because mm. they obviously yeah. they never get penalised for it or no, very randomly. And then last week they said yeah. like, we are going to penalise this, and but it's transformative. That that's just a certain type of. So what you're talking about is there is a blowout ruck. So that's where the guys come in and they tr- there's another person trying to steal the ball, and you you know the mm. guy has to come along and blow the other player out to try and make sure that the ball is retained. But what I'm talking about is guys coming in standing and standing sideways looking at the ball which means that they're very open to be pushed back on their own ball, disrupting their, their scrum half, which you can see the Irish players were doing. You'll see that you know every once in a while you'll see a player falling back nearly onto the scrum half, and that's because their body positions. And that's that tells me that it's not just... It's not just uh, it's being a one-off. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, not being coached. No, it's, it's a prolonged period of... How could that be at that level of rugby? Yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, well, because they're so spectacularly talented mm. that they can get away with it, or that the, the referees sort of... So technique isn't really coached in rugby mm. a lot. A lot of the time, especially at the breakdown, and that's that's changing now. Like that's something that since I've been involved in the game, I've I've, I've tried helping all teams that I'm involved. So you see, when you go to training uh, training sessions, you'll see players come along and they'll, they'll do exactly that. And the idea is to get coaches to understand that no, it, what really matters is is making sure that your body positions are right. And then you take things from different sports, right? So different sports do different things. In in uh, and you look at the way in which I brought up American football a couple of times just because I worked with with an American football company, but they, if you look back at the way in which they they they're trying to combat the head injury mm. problems, mm. they're coaching players to keep their head up so their their spine is straight and they're able to see what's coming in front of them, and that's what you'll see that like um, Josh van der Fleer is like that really good rucker you see, and um, the South African uh, captain. 
Cyclisi. Yeah, Cyclisi. Mm. And he, what you'll see, he'll get down and he'll get his body up and he'll be looking at where the threat is coming from. And as a result, that, that small little change in knowing what's going to come allows players to, to uh, work on their technique and technique becomes much more important. And it's the same with that for all skill sets, right? Mm. So that's one thing that our analysis platform helps teams do is work on technique rather than than just numbers, you know? And the idea is then with working on technique and improving skill sets over periods of time, skill sets, skill sets get better, which means player size gets smaller, which means that the impacts get less. And it's, and it's, that's, that's the kind of, mm. that's what I'm trying to do in the game is trying to, you know, evolve the game through skill rather than, because, you know, if, if more skillful, faster, smaller players always going to be, because rugby is a game of, uh, what do you call it, um, where you, you, know, you can't touch the other person, you're trying to avoid the other people. So if you've if you got faster, smaller, more skillful players, you're, you're going to win. Evasion. Evasion, that's the word. Yeah. Manager. Um, <laughs> as long as this isn't preceded by tax, uh, we're fine. <laughs> what, what else have you been looking at that's given you confidence, apart from the fact that that technique is an opportunity for Ireland to attack next week? Um, well, <laughs> there, there are some trends in, in the Irish team that are not so you know it's New Zealand if you actually look at the second half and the quality of the, the team in the second half New Zealand actually performed slightly better than, than Ireland in the second like, you know throughout the game but that's because New Zealand held on to the ball more um, but if, if Ireland can maintain their scrum which is and maintain their heads I've heard a lot in media about New Zealand coming out and being more aggressive and being more I, I would say it's the complete opposite actually I'd say if New Zealand were to be if they were to get any advice on this I'd say they need to take back the aggression side of things they actually need to let their players become more aware of what's going on rather than running into rooks with their heads or trying to bash smash people get get leaders back in that team bring it back to basics and, and ensure that they're they're, they're not making those not getting those cards because that, that's the whole reason New Zealand's game plan fell apart but Is it a sign of insecurity? Like why, why do they need to resort to this? Well it's a macho thing right? It's rugby it's, 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 but it's you, you still have to play within the rules though like so if, if, You don't well, well, you obviously do because they get a oh. player sent off and they basically they could, they could have three or four players sent off in every game mm. and um, they tend to be refereed quite leniently, like especially and, in New Zealand. And you try and get away with as much as you can. Mm. It's like push the boundaries. Well, it's like the Dublin goalkeeper lying down for four minutes during the Simbin. Like you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. You don't have to play within the rules. It turns out you've got to push the rules as far as you can. Yeah, mm-hmm. or bring someone into the ref at half time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. But it's, okay, rugby is a physical sport. It's the nature of the entire sport yeah. is to be more physical than your opposition. Um, but in in rugby, that the difference between being physical and Breaking being aggressive and, and being... Uh, because, you know, you've got 110 years of history that has just been broken in New Zealand by Ireland by winning there. So mm-hmm. that history of, oh, our, our culture and our, our background and our history and, like you know, even the culture of New Zealand, they're, they're, they're warriors. Like, they're, they're, that's their whole thing has been, <laughs> been that way since... And the Maori, like... Yeah, but even, even in wars and stuff like the New Zealanders were the 
the guys that they used to get to go in first because they were crazy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's it's um, that that type of culture and that 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 belief in them is gives them that strength and that ability to go win World Cups and be the best team. You know, and that's, they expect that they expect to be the best. But what's what's happening in New Zealand rugby is is something that is is there's something wrong there, and it's it's but it's you could probably say the same for for Munster, you know. Munster are in a similar type of problem where they they keep trying to change things up and and improve and they can only go so far on their history you know they need to fix their squad or their development and their nurturing of 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 people staff and players and that doesn't appear to be something that they're thinking well they are obviously they're thinking about it but have they implemented something well there's been no signs of that progress over the under the previous regime and so you know maybe Roundtree can can change that and, and be that person to to lead that culture shift but hopefully yeah hopefully yeah. You know, it's, it is a big job of work and um, the other um uh two graphs yeah. you have for us today yeah sorry um so the other the other thing that i was just uh, bringing up is just the the similarities between um leinster and ireland so you probably say obviously they're 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 nearly the same team but in this graph we can see that you know in the three main things that, that uh, teams do in the game which is carrying rucking and tackling are nearly identical apart from uh, tackling because Ireland actually do a lot more passing um, so if, if you go back to the other graph sorry um, so the first one there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, so basically what we're seeing here is is that Ireland actually uh, pass a lot Ireland more Ireland are in green and yeah. uh, Leinster are in blue as you might expect <laughs> yeah. and so the carrying stats are 30% each the rucking is 20% each tackling is 19% Leinster 14% Ireland so there's a bit of a change there and Ireland actually pass more than Leinster yeah Ireland, Ireland are, are, are a passing team yeah they, they definitely pass a lot more but when we go to the actual quality, this is just giving you a representation of what both teams do, which is they're very, very, very similar, very, like really, really, really similar. But then if you go to the actual next graph, which is the quality of both, you can actually see that um, Ireland as a, as a team are better at carrying, but then they're nearly identical at passing, tackling and rucking and kicking. So the, the quality of both teams is nearly identical. Uh, and the actual way in which they play is very, very similar, except for they, they pass a little more. If I was to put in a different team in here, the graph would be totally skewed. So just from an analytical perspective, they they play in the same game plan. They're they're implementing the same type of approach. They're doing a little bit more passing, but the quality of the teams is, is remaining very, very similar. So the Leinster platform is really good for Ireland, and Ireland and Leinster obviously benefit then from having their best players go and experience world-class rugby and, and come back. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of a difference. Like like Sapundiaki would be a, a, a second receiver instead of Sexton, which I've seen in the Six Nations and things like that. So I'd say you might see a bit of that come uh, Saturday. Okay, um, what do you think of Kieran Frawley at that half? What's the, what's happening with you? I mean, I, this, I'm just throwing this to you here without having I, you know. I, just, like, <laughs> I, I, I brought this up this morning. It's like who's who is this guy? I mean, how many more old halves do we have that aren't Sexton? It's um, like, I don't know, Jer. I don't know. I don't have the data. I don't. I. Don't, I, I wouldn't speculate. Okay, I, I, I haven't had a chance to actually look at the Mary game yesterday. Right. Well, uh, actually, so you have the data. How important is Sexton? Like, what happens after Sexton? How do Ireland finally start without Sexton? Um, pray. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, there is. Uh, we've He's only thirty-seven. Yeah. yeah. No, we've talked about this before. But he, the the blueprint for a scrum or for a ten is. You know, it's set there. You know, you need to be able to carry the ball, you need to be able to pass the ball, but it, 
he needs to be able to kick the ball and he needs to be able to kick the ball over the, over the bar but the way in which he does it and there's something that we, we have analysed from this week but I don't have the, the data set I wasn't able to calculate it for today or I, was, I might be able to do it for next week but is his ability to get to the line and how so applying pressure versus being under pressure mm. so applying pressure is you bringing the ball to the, the, the opposition and forcing your opposition to not know where the ball is going to go compared to applying or being under pressure which is them forcing you to make a mistake New Zealand last week didn't apply any pressure whatsoever they they so Leinster were able to apply you know force their own pressure on New Zealand Ireland, by yeah. bringing the ball to the line and players going as a Freudian slip angles. there did you notice yeah you said Leinster were able to apply the pressure <laughs> <Yeah>. interchangeable <laughs> I, I, I nearly yeah. let it away yeah. but it is, it is Leinster's game plan to a certain extent mm. implemented with slightly better players you know and, and Irish fully Irish players there seems to be more offloading for Ireland um, when you said they're more passing, is that is, it, is that? I, I seem to keep all alive a bit more often. I don't want to spend five yeah, minutes yeah, looking yeah, at yeah, that. No, that's fine. But, uh, yeah, yeah it, it, would, it would make sense. But again, right. well, the, the, you got to think in, take into consideration the, the, the weather conditions. Right? Yeah. So uh, that was true. indoors last week. Yeah, totally different from the first one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but basically, the difference we talked about this the previous week is without Sexton, we got destroyed. When Sexton was there, we were doing really well. Before it's he got bad. injured. I mean, it's cause it's not he's really a that leader, much. though, as well. So yeah, well, I think psychologically yeah. is a big thing. Yeah, but yeah. he's like you know in the conversation for our greatest ever player. Yeah, right. Very good stuff. Thanks yeah. very much. Enjoy Thank the game this weekend. Thank you. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.